Welcome to another edition of the Supercoach HQ podcast as we move out of the buys finally, round 13 is come and it's uh, just started now but soon enough we'll be out of the buy period which is good news for everyone and I'm Shorty, I'm joined by Sean today, how are we mate? Yeah I'm good thanks mate, yeah no I'm looking forward to finally getting past these buy rounds I've got to tell you. Yeah it's a tricky little period isn't it but we're, we're almost there and most have come out fairly well since the round 12 ones all done and dusted, which was pretty tough for most, but we're on the Friday today, and there was Thursday night footy last night. Um, what caught your eye there? Quite a few good scorers from the premium side of things, but a couple of, of our lower-end players may have let a few down. Yeah, I mean, again, Nat Fife was the highest-scoring player on the field, 138 points. He's just a star, isn't he? And then some solid hundreds from Pendles and Swan and Lockie Neal, David Mundy. All sort of cracked a ton, so you'd be pretty content if you had those guys. Um, otherwise, were you let down by any players in particular? No, I wasn't too bad myself. I had the three you mentioned there, which I wouldn't be alone there. I think you had similar players as well, but I know I think a few teams might have Alex Pierce. I think it was about eight percent of sides. A few might have chucked him in. He scored only about thirty-five. But Adam Oxley was in thirty-two percent of sides, and he was subbed off. Uh, not really sure why. I think he was fine, but he was on about 50, I think, sort of early to mid in the third quarter or something like that, I believe. And, yeah, he was subbed off. So that may have hurt a few sides. I think he finished with a score of just on 50. So um, there is quite a few sides still holding on to him. He's had a couple of tons, but he would have let a few down last night. So Yeah, and I guess there would have been a lot of teams that would have had to make that call, whether to keep him over his buy after he scored two tons in a row or make the cut and upgrade him. Exactly. A lot of talk whether he was potentially worth keeping as a D6, but I think that fluctuation because either side of those 200s you mentioned, he's had last night's 50 and I think a 25. So a bit of a roller coaster. so most will probably be trading out now. But, um, yeah, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, mates, on how your team's shaping up as you finish off the buys because it's hard to really look at a side and see where it's at throughout the buys with so many players out and just trying to field 18 playing players, basically. So it's not easy to do. But once you enter the buys or finish them, where do you feel you should be? Like, where is your team meant to be shaping towards that final product, mate? Yeah, that's true, mate. I was, I've been basically trying to keep up with my upgrading throughout the buys and not, not let how many players playing sort of affect me and push me into sideways trading and all those... Um, bad habits we can get into. So I'm looking at having 11 trades left after the buys and an almost complete side. I mean, I've got still Patrick Cripps on the field and probably still Adam Sard on the field, but otherwise um, that would be pretty pretty well close to finished for myself. What about how are you looking? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the same as me, mate. I'll have 11 trades left as well and looking for one more upgrade in the back line and the forward line. So um, I think Jimmy Bartel is probably going to drop soon enough and he's sort of my target there. And the back line is a bit of a bit of a gamble. You're just never quite sure who it is, but I'm pretty happy with the midfield. And I think that's where you need to be is have two, three, maybe, maybe four, depending how you've been hit by the buyers, players to upgrade. But I definitely think within the next fortnight, three weeks, your team needs to be close to finalised, but that sort of leads us into who those players should be because there's not too much talk with selection or, or anything right now. 
almost looking ahead as to who will those upgrades be. You know, you, you want to finish off your team. It's those final little touches, and you want to make sure they're spot on, especially mid through the season. You're not picking a guy for the full season. You want to pick him for his good back half. So it is a little bit interesting which ones you go with. Anyone, we'll go through position by position, I suppose, mate. Uh, who's sort of catching your eye in regards to upgrade targets? We'll start with the back line where yeah, it's pretty difficult, but there are a few names. It is difficult, mate, and as you said, they've been the hardest to pick all year. They've been up and down, and you got your good scorers pulling out bad scores, so it's been really tough. Um, Tom McDonald's one who's just set the world on fire this year, but had his first really poor game um, in the D's big win against the Cats, so he's one to definitely target. Um, Basho Hooley's been scoring well, and he's under 500,000. Um, so it's a couple couple there to look at. And, of course, Brody Smith, who we talked about in the table podcast, um, yeah. he's dirt cheap and probably is he worth the risk, mate? Yeah, well, as Adam was saying in the table, and definitely check that out on that podcast, but he did sell a pretty good case. I think he could be one of those candidates for not great first half of the year, but he could fly home. And I think he's 317000 John, so he'd be hard to refuse if you... Strap for cash or want to use it somewhere else? Um, Absolutely. Definitely be an option. A few guys through the midfield uh, are dropping as well. Uh, the likes of Selwood, Kennedy, uh, Dylan Shield is even a different one that he has copped a bit more attention, which could be concerning. And he's dropping. Ollie Wines is maybe a left field one that I've been looking at. I reckon he'll fall to around 500,000. I do expect Port Adelaide to find some sort of form that looked like last year. And... And obviously the great man Gary Ablett, who didn't play this week, unbelievably it was his call, and he's still not right according to Gaz, so he will be a target in the future. Um, the Rucks, got Jacobs, um, and as I mentioned, the forward line. You've got all those midfield forwards that you've got to be getting, and I think Bartel is top of the list once he sort of drops down. I know you have Bonton Pally, mate, and he's quite an interesting prospect. He's sort of had a bit of poor form. But he's very popular, so it's worth discussing. I personally don't have him, but I know you do. So whether you feel he's going to slot in in your final team or is he a guy that you may need to sort of mini-upgrade there? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he's in 40% of sides and his scoring has definitely been down over the last couple of rounds, averaging only 72 over his last three. But he got a 93 on the weekend and he doesn't need a lot of the ball to make a big impact. So... I'm going to hold him for now, and then it might just be a luxury trade come the end of the year, but I think I'm going to stick with him. Yeah, fair call, and I think it's a reasonable point to bring up his dual position um, for those final trades you do do, because midfield four guys could be really valuable in the fact that you could play one at mid nine or F7, so the likes of the bond is at a good price now. You may trade him in, he might slip in somewhere through your forward line, but he may decrease and become your last midfielder at times as well when players get rested or injured later in the year. Um, Deledio could fit that bill. So could a lot of mid-forwards. Even Devin Smith could be an option yep. on the cheaper side of things. So there's a few options floating around, mate. But uh, we'll wrap it up there. All the best for this week, mate. We are playing each other. So <laughs> let's see who comes out on top. But it's good to get the boys behind us and move on to the rest of the season. Yeah, bloody ass, mate. I totally agree. And uh, bragging rights on the line. Best of luck, mate. Yes, good luck, mate, and thanks, guys, for tuning in and listening. Be sure to check back to the website, get on the Facebook page for some scores, and uh, 
definitely listen to the couple of podcasts we got running this one and, and the table which features earlier in the week with Adam as well. So thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks, John. We'll see you next week. Thanks, mate.